Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. All right. So what I did was I knew I'd be traveling on Thursday, the 11th of May. And I want my audience to still be able to enjoy something. I mean, I can't do a live show. So hmm, what can I possibly do? Oh, I got it. I will get together a show. Uh, assemble it all through the various meager things that I have to put the Eric Zancho podcast together. And then I will uh, schedule it on my platform and then the audience will have something. Wow. What an idea. Oh my God. This is brilliant. So here we have not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast. I got a number of bits that you're going to love and we're going to start it. Let's get right to it. The amazing Kenny Z-Speed Mobile Mechanics Saga Part 1 begins now. And it's always good to get a good, uh, a solid Google review. I know of one company in the United States that did not get a Google review over the weekend. It's not Irvine's. This company is not, is in the Southeast. This company is in the great state of Tennessee. Kenny was on the warpath. He, uh, oh man, he got shafted. Well, this is what happened. Kenny hired a guy to sh- uh, show up at his crib to fix his car. And so for a week and a half, he's waiting for this guy to show up. Well, the dum-dum doing the work never, like, uh, figured out where Kenny was. And so Kenny's counting on the guy to show up. And then the guy says last minute, sorry, I can't show up now. It's too far. It's out of my, it's out of my range. So they really fucked him. So, uh, yeah, this, this is real bad form. And uh, they did apologize. And they said it's their fault. They owned it.
uh, Kenny wasn't having any of it, and he ripped these guys a new asshole. If you, it is a book. It is a. It is an absolute book. And uh, he was pissed. So uh, you may have seen it online. Kyler referred to Kenny as a Karen about this. And uh, this was, he was furious. Uh, Kyler wasn't having any of it. He said, oh, man, you see what Kenny did? He posted online that he, uh, this whole thing. And so then uh, the day passes, and then uh, now it's his car fixed. Antonio at Gotham Automotive and Repair helped Kenny out. Can anybody hear O'Neal squealing? (laughs) He's having a dream. Hey, buddy. You okay? He sounded like an Ewok. (laughs) Kenny, I'm glad you got your car fixed. But Kenny threw up the old one-star review on the guy. Kenny says he did not seriously apologize. Uh, He just didn't want to fucking work on a Saturday is what it boils down to. Well, we don't know that. I mean, you, you, I guess you would assume. Uh, Kenny says, "Where the f- now Kenny's on the warpath. Where the fuck did Kyler talk about this? Kyler sent me a text. He said, Kenny is on the warpath. He referred to you as a Karen. Let me see what he wrote. Hold on a second. He wrote a damn novel about a mechanic didn't come and wrote him a one-star review. Karen Karen Hinson strikes again. <laughs> Kenny, I saw your text, buddy. I went and read it. I read it all. Yeah, that, I'm sorry that that happened to you. I was uh, super busy this weekend and uh, didn't have a second to respond to it, but I, I did see it all. I watched, uh, I, I watched it all un- unfold. I watched it all unfold. I'm on your side. I don't know why you're calling me names. What did I do? He called me a dick. What did he call me a dick for? What the fuck? Why am I a dick? I didn't say anything bad about you. I said you got fucked. <laughs> why, why, why am I the dick? I, for once, I am not your enemy. Hold on. Hey, Siri. Mm-hmm. Call High Maintenance Kenny. Calling High Maintenance Kenny. Calling High Maintenance Kenny. <laughs> hey. Yeah, so I, I see you wrote, I'm a dick because I never replied. I, I, I've... Uh, I've got a million things going. Are you telling me that if someone doesn't reply to you, they're instantly a dick? Is that is this the new super aggressive Kenny that we have to deal with now? <laughs> no, man. It's rule of thumb. Like, if you get somebody's text, and even if they read you a fucking book, you can say, well, you know, well, I, that sucks. Well, or, I, uh, I was in the middle of something, and then I forgot. <laughs> I was caring for my wife, and then I saw it, and then I just didn't think about it. So, you see, this is why the name <laughs> High Maintenance Kenny exists. This is why that that is true. That, that couldn't be more. You didn't text me back. Thus, you are a dick. <sighs> All right. You want to call it High Maintenance? I, I want to call it, you know, being considerate. 
I just gave you my excuse. Is that not? <laughs> is that not work? Is that? Is that? Is that not? Uh... Oh my God! No, this is funny, man. I mean, I figured you were busy with your wife, but I didn't even know that you paid any attention to this. And, and then you started talking about some company in Tennessee, and then Kenny's like waging war on him. Oh, yeah, like, and I eventually got around to it, but it was like eleven thirty at night, and I'm like, oh fuck! And then I go to bed, and Kenny thinks that the world revolves around him and his tits. That's what this <laughs> is. That's what that's what he thinks. No, it's just, it struck me as weird just a minute ago. Like, there's texts from uh, Tyler to you, and like, yeah, y'all are discussing it. It's daily. Well, I didn't discuss it. He sent me a text. I didn't, I just went, oh, oh, I. All right, I, all right, all right question. Did you reply to Tyler's text? I, I wrote, oh, no. See, Dick, you didn't well, reply to mine. <laughs> yeah, at the time, I, that was in a moment in time when I wasn't washing my <laughs> wife's vagina for her. <laughs> oh, God. I had to give her a sponge bath over the weekend. So now, um, so you're going to go ahead and uh, remove that one-star review from that poor guy, right? Fuck no. Why not? I mean, it seemed like a, it seemed like he just uh, like he didn't Google you beforehand, and then when he found out, he uh, he couldn't he couldn't make the trip, right? No, man, it's total bullshit. He made the appointment after having my address. A week and a half later, less than three hours before the appointment, Tommy, he said he yeah. should have honored that. No, dude. no. That, that's not how you treat people. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But he said sorry. So does that is that not good enough? Sorry. Did you see everything else that piece of shit said? <laughs> well, he was apologetic. You didn't read it all then, man. I didn't do read it. Are you fucking talking about it? I read the whole thing. Uh, no, you read something else then. Oh, uh, he said, he said, I'm so, he actually apologized to you. I don't know, man. After that, he started insulting me and shit. So fuck you, man. He you did? run this fucking interview on Facebook and Google and anywhere else. Wait a minute. Find I, wait a minute. He started insulting you? Yeah, what he, was, he said I was. He said I was being the male version of a Karen. Oh, and then at the end of it, he said, "Have a nice day, ma'am." Oh, now that I did not see. That I did not see. That piece of shit, man! I'd like to punch him <laughs> right in his fucking head. I I did not see that, Kenny. Um, well, like I said, you didn't read it all. No, yeah, no, I'm I didn't. I stopped this, it. Man. I stopped Still. it. I no, I uh, I I can seri- well. So. But can you not see like uh, maybe he got upset because you were like so aggressive and he just wanted to tell you to eat dude, shit? Dude, I was not being aggressive. Okay. Not at all. Until he just comes out of nowhere and says, sorry, your address is out of our service area. Okay. First off, this motherfucker's uh, business card says serving the greater Nashville area. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I live 35 minutes north of Nashville. Yeah. And he includes Murfreesboro into that, which is 45 minutes a different direction from Nashville. Okay. So, and then he sends me a a screenshot of wherever he was Saturday morning, which was um, south uh, east of Nashville, whereas his business page shows him as being south. um, I'm sorry, he was southwest, and his business page shows that he's being his business is southeast of Nashville. Yeah. So just because you stayed somewhere else 
Friday night and woke up somewhere else Saturday morning. I don't give a fuck where you are. You said you were supposed to be here. You agreed to it. Okay. And I've been, I plan my whole fucking week around this piece of shit. And he cancels on me? No, fuck that guy. I'd give him a, a negative star if I could. Okay, Kenny, you ended up getting the car fixed by uh, some, some, you, uh, you, you uh, were able to get a quick turnaround on that next one, right? Hell yeah, man. I went to one of those stupid, uh, uh, hip, whatever Facebook pages. And, and I don't understand why that became a thing. Why does every town have a hip town name Facebook page? Oh. It is the dumbest name ever. But I went on there looking for uh, recommendations and somebody recommended this guy. And uh, he was great, man. He lives like three miles away. He came over and like just well, why was done you, in, in half an hour. Why didn't you start and, there? Why didn't you start with that? Why did you, uh, did, did, uh, did, did, did you not know that that was an option? No, I, I didn't know about that guy. Oh, yeah, no, I know. I went but... on Facebook and I searched mobile mechanic because I couldn't move the car, so okay. I'm not gonna pay to have it towed. Okay. Well, all right. This stop. is all good. You know what now, I mean? Now you need to apologize to me. So uh, I, I'll I'll wait. You have to apologize to me. You called me a dick for no good reason. No, I, for not responding I to my. I didn't do text. anything. I didn't. Well, I didn't. I didn't like uh, intentionally avoid you. <laughs> You fucking idiot. Jeez. You replied to Kyler's text, but you never thought to reply to mine. Yes. Again, this is why the name <laughs> High Maintenance Kenny will always Well, if you know fit. I'm like that, then why didn't you reply? No, bullshit. <laughs> this is not an Eric problem. This is a Kenny problem. You are a twat. <laughs> there, is, there is no avoiding this. All right, that, I'm glad you got your stupid car fixed. Now, uh, me too. Okay, so it's running good. You're 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 in business. You're happening. Okay, good. All right. Until it throws another code. All right, very good. And I'll I'll make sure I reply to your stupid text messages. Chris calls you a whiny bitch. I don't know. Uh, I don't know which Chris this is because it just says Chris. Oh yeah, there's too many Chris's and Adams, and I can't keep up. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Cut. Let's see. Uh, uh, Terry writes, Kenny, if it took if it took to do it a half hour, why don't you just watch YouTube and fix it yourself? I bet the tools would have cost less than what you paid him. What do you think about that? I, I don't give a shit. I don't work on cars. <laughs> what? <laughs> tell me what the problem was. Um, uh, the crankshaft sensor needed to be replaced. And fuck, man, that was the first time I ever heard of a fucking crankshaft sensor so, i don't do cars and man. it took him a half an hour it's supposed to take an hour and he did it in half an hour what and what is it, the cost well how much did it cost you um well that's that's the thing i don't know what he would have told me and i don't know if i went about this the right way but he wanted to know if it was okay with me what the original guy was going to charge so I, I told him and he said well he'd go with that so i'm like cool so there was 115 dollars um, but see, the original guy even included a $25 charge for traveling to my town. That was another, uh, you know, thread in the story. It's stupid. Um, yeah, it probably was a it probably a $25 part, but I, I don't know how to fix that. I've never heard of that either, so I don't know if I'd have the skill to do that. Uh, Chris- well, the thing is, is that my uncle, he knows all there is to know about cars, yeah. and he's been bothered with mine and Rachel's cars for the past Six months, wasted a lot of time and energy on those. Yeah, that's and, how and I I'm feel sure when you call. He just was tired of it and didn't want to do this one because it was supposed to be kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. 
Um, but the way this guy went about it, he did it all under the hood and was like reaching way back in there and he couldn't even see what he was doing, uh-huh. but, but he knew, you know, he'd done it so many times. It was nothing for this guy. He probably just unplugged it. He probably just cut the wire <laughs> or something like that. I was actually right there watching him and just talking with the guy the whole time. He was cool as hell. Oh, and I like, know you were. If it he has wanted any other issues. Let him know. I guarantee you wanted to hang himself because uh, the NFK has been on the other side of that. When you you wake up and you immediately start uh, fucking uh, 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 talking nonstop. So I'm, I, <laughs> I imagine he's like, oh shit, I'm gonna stick my head in the fan blade. <laughs> Oh, okay. So, well, I enjoyed uh, when I was there talking to Kevin. I guess after I left, did he he say I talked too much? No, no, but I could sense it. It was just terrible. (laughs) Um, Chris writes, uh, why do we, this is another, this is Chris D. He writes, why do we have to ruin someone's business online for a small problem? He says, you got the car fixed ultimately. So he thinks you're crazy for that one-star review, Kenny. Whatever, man. People that treat customers that way deserve that fucking kind of review. Well, he Fuck didn't. He, he didn't call you a Karen and refer to you as ma'am until you like started to really go after him. Maybe if you were a little more kind, you wouldn't have had that problem. I wasn't mean. You need to reread it, man. I was not mean. I was laying it out. You scheduled this. You've had my address for a week and a half. And now less than three hours before the time you're supposed to be here, you're telling me I'm suddenly too far away. What? I'm no, I think I'm, I'm on, uh, I'm on, I'm on the side of the guy. Of course you are. (laughs) Cause see, now you're trying to live up to the name Dick. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Now I'm diving in. All right, buddy. I'm glad you got your car fixed. Fuck me too, man. It's three weeks without a car. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure you did a lot of walking. No, it was a lot of, uh, Rachel, I need to go to the store. Can you bring me my car? I need to get to the store. Give me some damn hot pockets. (laughs) I I sent Rachel a text when a Saturday night, she's out working DoorDash and shit. And, uh, I sent her a text like, I'm about to drive to the store by myself and buy some stuff. Like I'm a 16 year old that just got the driver's license. It was the greatest thing ever. Oh, man. All right. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. I'm uh, glad you got your car fixed. Sorry I didn't respond to your stupid text. I'll try to be more careful. <laughs> careful. Okay. All right, man. Okay, see ya. Oh, I knew that would get him wound up. And Kyler refers to him as a Karen. He said he's the biggest Karen ever. That is special. Okay. Pause in the action on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. First of all, The show originates in the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio. Facebook and Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Twitter brought to you by Blue Frost IT. I've got a Patreon where I publish more content, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. And if you're expecting content on a day, I give it to you. I don't just say, yeah, tough luck. Only an asshole would do that. If I ever don't post my content, it's because I forgot and then I go, oh, fuck. And then I post it or I tell you ahead of time, I'm not going to be able to get that done. Those are two things that have to happen. Anyway, uh, segment number one brought to you by Kent County Health Department. If your little ones need immunizations, 
call the Kent County Health Department. They'll take care of everything. 616-632-7200. Also online at accesskent.com slash health. Everything you need if you qualify for free for immunizations. Also, the WIC program is so important to keep food on the table. If you qualify, you get access to a ton of food each month. Don't let people go hungry in your household. And it might not be you. Maybe it's someone you know or love. Kent County Health Department, thank you. We got racing this weekend at Berlin, baby. It's Mother's Day. Mother's Day races. Well, actually, the day before Mother's Day, but still. Moms get in free. So basically, if you're a mom and dad with five kids, dad pays 14 bucks when he buys a ticket online at berlinraceway.com. Mom is free. The kids, 15 and under, are free. The parking is free. You can bring in a cooler, 12 by 9 or smaller. It might be 12 by 8, I don't know. Uh, small cooler. Load it up with whatever you want to eat. You can both bring a cooler. All the snacks, all the soft drinks, no bottles, no alcohol. You can buy the alcohol there, and it's cheap. Sarah Rukruk Roosh loves the margaritas. That's all this weekend at Berlin. Tickets online, berlinraceway.com. Rolling on with more of Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast, part two of Z-Speed Mobile Mechanic. I should, I should give a call. You know, you know what I should do? I should call Z-Speed Mobile Mechanic and, and see what the hell is up. That's a great idea. Now we're talking. I could, I could uh, uh, conference in. Kenny. Three, three, eight, five. No, don't call. Well, I just want to get their side of the story. I got your side of the story. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Kenny, what's this guy's name? Hey, buddy. How can I help you? Hey, how are you? Hey, uh, sorry to bother you. This is Eric Zane. I host the Eric Zane Show podcast. How are you? Good. Thank you. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. Um, I uh, I do this podcast, and one of my listeners lives in uh, nearby Gallatin. Is that how I say it, Gallatin? Or, okay. Yeah, and he he had a he had a bad experience, and I'm calling, and he said he's like, oh man, and he left you a nasty review. His name is Kenny. Okay. And uh, he gave me his side of the story, and uh, he said that you guys uh, were supposed to show up, and then, like, uh, it was out of the dis, it was too far away, so then you changed your plans at the last minute. And he got really butt hurt by it, and he left you a nasty, re- left you a nasty review. So I wanted to get your side of it, and maybe you two can maybe sort this out because he was super pissed off, and you know I want to make sure you guys are like friends, you know. Honestly, I don't. I don't care if he's my friend or not. What he does with his car is not my problem. Yeah. Well, the, the gentleman was harassing me. I had to block him because he was sending me nasty texts. And yeah, he was overreacting, not acting like an adult. So I just decided to ignore him. Now, after the point. Now, it said at some point that you called him a Karen, though. Yeah, I did because he was behaving like a Karen. 
Okay, what was the Karen-like behavior? Because it seemed to me like he had kind of a gripe because it was last minute, you know, hey, you're supposed to come out and visit. And then he said, and then all of a sudden you guys changed the plans on him, so it kind of screwed him over. A <clears throat> uh, guy hit me up about a week and a half ago, caught him contacting me about his car. I said it broke down. He said, uh, all I need is a sensor changed. Yeah. I said, okay, I'll come change it. But if it doesn't work, it's not my problem after uh-huh. that. So he said, okay, fine, come. I'm like, all right, I got you down. The earliest I can get you is next week. He was like, all right. So when I looked up his address yesterday, it was much far out of my service area. Okay. So I apologized to him for the inconvenience. And I thought, you know, maybe it was like people understand. The guy got super pissed. He's like, I've been planning on you coming and so on and so forth. Which I understand, like, I mean, yeah. but I hadn't, I didn't locate the address until yesterday, and, like, he's like, Gallatin is in Nashville. When I looked it up, it was over 50 minutes away from our service area, and we don't go out that far. Okay, gotcha. Like, you can be in the outskirts of Gallatin, maybe, and we'll come to you in, like, 25 minutes if it's within our area, but, you know, we don't drive out an hour to the service zone, so... He started, you know, sending me text messages. I tried to call him. He ignored me. But guy got really pissed off, and okay. it is what it is. Okay, no. gotcha. So is it maybe a little bit of um, after you explained it, he kept on so much that you finally just had to cut your losses, and then that's yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to – I don't care if I'm a business. I'm not going to stand there and get bullied and harassed by somebody. Okay. Or I met on Facebook Marketplace or Facebook advertising hit me up. I don't take shit from anybody. So if you're going to come give me shit, you're going to get shit back. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. This is not Walmart customer service. This is real as it gets. You come to me and you want to talk about you're pissed off. Yeah. And I've explained to you and I've apologized to you why I can't come out. And you still want to be disrespectful towards me. I'm going to get angry at you. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's, it's like, you've, it was like, you were like, I've had enough. I've had enough. You know, one of those deals. Yes. Okay. Well, um, you sound like a nice guy, and I know he's a nice guy. I think he just kind of had a bad day. So, you know, so at the end of the day, he, he actually is a really, really sweet dude. So, you know, whatever. You know, I, I, you know, I, uh, I just I was trying to, I was trying to get uh, more information as to what went down. But he's, he's got his side. You've got your side. I, I imagine the truth is somewhere in there, you know, one of those deals. Yeah, I, I even told him to his face, to his text message, I'm not coming out that far just to change a sensor. I'm not. It's not profitable for me. And I don't want to do it. It's out of my service zone. Gotcha. So our marketing agent had put Gallatin in one of our Facebook ads. So he tried to use that against me and say, you're lying, you're lying. I'm like, I didn't make that ad. Maybe it got thrown in there. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Okay. Get it down. So now, anyways, now what's the, your name? Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Eric. Eric, uh, yes, Eric Zane Show podcast is the name. But you're you're hurt. You're being heard all over the country right now. Okay, great. Yes, and I, I hope to hear it, guys. No, and uh, and uh, and just real quick, because I was looking at your Google reviews, and they're amazing. They're actually there's 19 of them, and they're very very good. And I don't even see his. Apparently, he was pissed, but I don't see it there. So I don't know. Maybe you lucked out. I have no idea, or maybe it'll show up later. But you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. So. It is what it is. You got to give respect to get good respect, you know? Okay. All right. Well, thank you very much for the time. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Right, buddy. Have a See good day. Yep. All right. There Bye. you go. So, you know, uh, 
the audience was like, get Kenny on, get him on. <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit. I cannot, I, I would, I would, but he was like, holy shit. You have got to do not call me. So now he's like, I cannot believe you did this. Okay. And now I got to get Kenny back out. What did I do wrong? All I did was ask him his side of the story. I didn't, I didn't side with anybody. I just got his side of the story. What's wrong with that? There is nothing wrong with me hearing you out, which I did. And, uh, hey, buddy. Buddy. What? Uh, all I did was got his side of the story. I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't side with him. I just said, I, that, I even said you're a great guy. Mm-hmm. What did I do? Come on, man. You know, that was, that was a dick move. That was not a dick move. If you just, you, this is what you do. You go and you publicly aired it. You, I mean, well, you talked about it. So, all right. And I'm like, well, okay, I got a, I got a, I, I processed it. I brought it up on here, which was a surprise to you. And then you call me a dick because I didn't respond right away to your text or whatever it was. And then, and then I just think, well, you know, okay, let's, let's hear what this guy has to say. I mean, wouldn't, if you were, let's say the tarantula farmer. The tarantula farmer went through the same thing. And then I went and got the other side of the story. Would you not be interested in hearing that? Or would you be like, no way? Oh, maybe a little bit. Well, there you go. That's all I did. I didn't didn't say uh, Kenny's an asshole and I agree with you. I just let the guy speak. I mean, you're going to fucking throw that guy under the bus. Um, and that's fine. You, Whoa, you, you can do that. The well, there's, I mean, oh, if he, man. listen, you totally, you totally throwing you me see, under the no, bus. No, I'm today. not. I mean, it's okay to throw somebody under the bus if they fucked you up. So you did whatever. I don't give a shit that you did that. And he might've deserved it. And I have no reason to, to doubt you. None, none whatsoever to doubt you. There is no reason to doubt me because I've got screenshots. I know. And, and of every I understand thing. that. But I when, didn't bully and harass that motherfucker. Of He's course. A piece of shit. Of course, of course you say that, and I don't blame you. However, when Judge Judy, she has the plaintiff and the defendant speak, and then she uh, she rules a judgment. I'm not ruling a judgment. I'm just letting, I let, I let fucking Kenny talk, and then I lock, let dude from uh, Z-Speed Mobile Mechanics speak. Yeah, oh my God, dude. Let's say the name of the, the, the piece of shit's business more and more and Kenny, more. Kenny, he did talked about the guy that Kenny, helped me. he did not fuck my asshole. He did not do that to me. He, fu- he, you know, what happened is between you and him. And it would be foolish for me to say, yeah, that's right. He's a piece of shit until I hear what he had to say. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, I, I assume everything you say is true. But I also have to assume the same thing uh, about him. I mean, it's just, it's just. Fuck that, man. You're supposed to be my friend. Fuck that guy. Kenny, you have to, I had to listen to him. And so I gave him an opportunity. No, you didn't have to. Oh, bullshit. How do you know? I mean, I I may, could it be Kenny that you're just so rankled and upset that perhaps maybe it's your, your judgment's a little fuzzy, you know, about this? No, my judgment is fucking fine, dude. <laughs> Look, Kenny. I can't believe anybody would side with that guy. I didn't side with anybody. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Laugh it up all you want. Everybody who's fucking listening and commenting like no. the fucking Chris. Fuck all of y'all if you're going to side with that piece of shit. Well, Kenny. You don't fucking treat people this way. Kenny. Look. 
All I know is he had, you know that story, there's two sides, that saying there's two sides to every story or three sides, yours, mine, and the truth. I yeah, think but I, that's not all, no. Sometimes that's bullshit. He's well, a lying, lazy sack of shit and didn't want to fucking work on Saturday morning. Well, that's what you assume. Him. That's what you're assuming. He, he said, well, you notice he said that it's such a small price to pay for that. It reduced his margin to next to nothing. Uh, you're missing the whole. You did not read everything that I posted. No, no, no. I'm just going I on. I'm not talking about that. Him more. Okay. Well, he obviously didn't want to do it. So yeah, because uh, he's a lazy sack of shit. Well, I'm not saying that everything you say is. I'm not. I'm not saying that that uh, everything he says is true and everything you say is true. I'm just saying that it was. I'm not a fucking liar. He's I, a fucking I, liar. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. My point was. It is it is a uh, it is a fair thing to at least hear him out, right? No, no, no. It's not okay to hear him out. Why? Well, I don't know. I just wanted the other side of the story. That's all. I just wanted to hear it from him. Well, you heard it from him, and it's exactly what I expected this stupid ass to say. Okay, trying to blame me and 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 insult me. Fuck him. Okay, now listen you don't to me. Fucking run a business that way. Now, um, as we go. You ended up getting the car fixed, and you started out today, and you were putting this behind you. Yes? Yeah, and I wasn't going to think of it one second more. <laughs> but it is manifested yet again, correct? And I haven't taken my uh, high blood pressure medication yet this morning, so that's not good. Can Thanks. I? Okay, this is what I want to do. <laughs> I want to call him back, and you two have to talk to Fuck each other no i'm not talking to that piece of shit you gotta you gotta figure this out kenny you can't go around uh what? you gotta you and him have got to come to some type of agreement i don't gotta do shit are you sure yeah because i will i will i think i can bridge the gap between you i think i can let you speak to him and you might make more sense I'm not- I'm not speaking to that motherfucker. Okay. I just the same punch him in the face like that fucking video you played. So do you, is it because he's a minority that you hate him so much? Oh my God, dude. Fuck. Are you serious? I just wanted to, I'm just asking the question. Wow, dude. I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand you today. I'm just kidding you, Kenny. I know you're not. I know you don't hate minorities. I'm just trying to get you going. Okay. Well, well, I gotta say, man, you've gone a little overboard this morning. You think I went overboard? What do you mean? What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh my God! Hold dude, on a minute. Accusing me of fucking being now, racist and no, shit. No, I was kidding. Fuck? That was a joke. That was a joke. Now listen to me. Oh are my you God. are you talking about? Because even is me even bringing it up a bad idea? Because you aired it publicly. No, bring it up. Fine, okay, good. But, okay, so it was okay let's, that I... Let's go back to, like, I never heard back from you, so I didn't even think you paid it any attention. Oh, yeah, I did. But like I said, I had a ton going on. I, Diana was really, really uh, needing a lot of nurse care. I was extreme. And then Kyler said that I didn't even know about it until Kyler tipped me off. He goes, hey, man, have you... And then, and then I kind of pieced it see, together. See, see, you didn't even know about it. You fucking ignored my text. No, no, no. You fucking I, admitted it. The, no, no, no. What I said was I went and looked at my phone and I saw all the texts that came in. And then <laughs> now all I said to him was, oh, no, I hadn't yet read what you had, what happened. In fact, that didn't even happen until just today. All right. 
So I had forgotten about the whole fucking and thing. And that guy was saying yesterday, it was Saturday. So for oh, yeah. two, days, yeah, yeah. You, two days, you didn't read my text. No, it's true. Like I said, I mean, I get hundreds of texts every single day, and I was doing all the well, nurse I, shit. I know. So I, know, I, mean, it was, I know. So I bring it up, and then, you know, it was time to uh, – I, I thought – I think it, it was uh, – so, so that was all above board, getting you on, hearing you complain. And then when I got the notion to call the guy, I think that was that was excellent, don't you? No. Everybody else probably does. Well, it gives us an opportunity to hear from the business's perspective. This is the business owner, the minority business owner that you're trying to destroy. <laughs> fucking going back minority business well, owner. Well, that's what it okay. says on his hey, fucking hey, thing. Hey, hey, it says hey. he's a minority business owner. Ask, ask me about the guy who came out and helped me in his business. Why aren't we talking about him? Well, we did. We did talk about him. No. Well, what's the business name? I, well, I don't remember the name. I, mean, uh-huh. I did, I did but well, I did well, talk wait, about what's it. What's the business name of the asshole? Just because I uh, Z Speed Mobile See? Mechanic. Well, I've spent See, more time you're talking about it. On, you're, you're, you're the one. On the negative. You're the one that tried to destroy destroy the. Uh, Minority man's business. No, you're back to the whole f- fucking minority shit I'm again. I'm just reading what it says there. It says minority-owned business, and you tried to ruin his life. Oh, my God, dude. I left a review, as every one of us has a fucking right to do. Yeah, I know. But what's weird, though, is it's not showing up, Kenny, so you might... Uh, I don't know. You might want to talk to the Google police about where you're... Maybe they looked at it and said it's just too ridiculous. Oh, my God. So, I copied and pasted and quoted everything that was said. Yeah, it so did, it's not there. Know. It is not there, Kenny. You, I, you, I think you got ripped off. And then I'll fucking do it again. So, all right. Well, that's you're certainly. So you think that leaving an honest review about what I went through is trying to ruin someone's business? So, oh, oh wait, wait, wait! Not just someone, a minority person's business. So, would it be too much if I clicked write review? And then I wrote, uh, I, I love this guy. He's he's awesome. I hate it. You be fucked. You're supposed to. Did you use his services? No, no, I didn't. Then, that, then that's a false review and that's misleading. So if I if I tried to, um, you know, squelch your review with my own review, you would hate me, right? Dude, I'm pretty close to that word right now already. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna do that. I am Shit. not going to do that, and I don't want I don't want any of the audience to leave a leave a review that's positive, just to counter oh Kenny's nasty. Re- do not you leave. Just, you know that you saying that is going to lead to peace, and there's already people commenting. That, Let's do it. Do not leave a nice review on Z Speed Mobile Mechanic on Google just because Kenny posted a hateful review on the minority owned business. That's like the twenty fifth time you've said the business name, and, and you still, oh God, dude. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is. I'm glad you got your car fixed. Yeah, my car was fixed by Gotham Automotive in my fucking town, and oh, it's minority owned because the guy who fixed my car and was cool as shit is okay. Hispanic. They're good and bilingual, and and he was a cool fucking dude. Why does he call it Gotham? Isn't that a New York reference? That's pretty Fuck weird. Man, I don't know. Why does the asshole call it Z Speed? <laughs> man, you've really fucking got my blood pressure. Listen up to me. Listen giving to me a fucking headache okay. today. I hope you're happy. Listen to me. You you gotta you gotta listen to me. 
everyone's new favorite Kenny is high blood pressure Kenny. It is. <laughs> that is that is everyone's new favorite. You uh, you have you have hit it out of the park. Okay, this is excellent, and I love you very much. Excellent. It's gonna be okay. Uh, All right. I feel like shit. This is excellent. All right. All right. I'll talk to you. <laughs> See ya. Have a good one. Yeah. Bye bye. See ya. Holy shit. That was something. Oh, my God. So much heat. Oh, okay. That's awesome. My God, I love that so much. What a saga. Uh, taking a quick pause in the action before we continue on on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Remember, I'm on Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. And my cameos are the best. Most people on Cameo, you know, you hire them. They go, hey, this is Kevin from the office. Happy birthday. And then that's it. You pay like $5,000 for that shit. Uh, Mine, nobody knows who I am, but I'm still better than everybody. 20 bucks for a Cameo. Cameo.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider of the EZSP. If you or your business needs assistance with your tech, call on Blue Frost IT, 616-200-8550. So awesome. Let's say you got to upgrade all the tech at the workplace. If you just start buying shit, you're going to be in trouble. You got to do it right. Call upon Blue Frost IT, 616-200-8550. 30-minute complimentary consultation is what you need to do. Otherwise, you're going to buy the wrong stuff when you go to Best Buy and look like a jackass. Waste all your time. Thank you, Blue Frost IT. Call them 616-200-8550. Next up, the mortgage person of choice all across the country now, nationwide, the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. The business is growing with offices in every state except South Carolina, Maine, Alaska, and Hawaii. 231-332-6505. Maybe you're like, ah, fuck. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to wait. I'm going to wait till uh, the interest rate drops. All right, awesome. That's fine. But let's say you want to make some updates on your house or you want to pay off a credit card. Have Mario help you. 231-332-6505. Get money out of your home that you have and take care of that high interest credit card bill or maybe that home improvement project by dipping into the money out of your home and then pay an interest rate that's much lower than you would have paid otherwise, spread out over 30 years. Holy cow, that's the way to go. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage, NMLS number 3035. Okay, we are rolling on with more of not the best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Uh, let's see. I only actually have sp- uh, space for two more bits, so... I'm going to dive into Comedy Night with the Bosnian Mafia, part one. Check it out on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. My God, a lot to get to today on the show. Um, Let me start uh, by uh, getting after Comedy Night last night. Hashtag Bomb City. Ben Glaze doing stand-up 
at a uh, coffee bar called uh, Mahala Coffee Bar in Grand Rapids here. This uh, may have been the uh, strangest thing I have seen in a long, long time. Uh, There is no way to describe this other than it was uh, one of the most awkward things I have experienced in my entire life. In fact, I should probably bring bring Stu in here. And a little bit later on, uh, Adam Deggie, who was the headliner, uh, will join me. I need to stew. Uh, I need to stew. I was going to say, I need to stew fill in. I need to fill stew in about what's going on. And he's probably not even awake yet. My God. How many times? That, I've, been out, I've been on a real dry spell lately on bringing people in randomly on the show. Come on, stew. Wake your ass up, buddy. Stew still, uh, I think he's still delivering Dippin' Dots. Um, but who knows? He's probably, since the last time we spoke, had three or four new jobs as he continues to find his way. I, I, on- the I honestly think he's, he's shooting too low. You know, Stu is super educated. I mean, super educated. He's got a master's degree. And he's like, yeah, but I don't want to get back into social work. It's like, Stu, well, you don't have to get back into social work. You're still very educated. You can do a lot with that expertise. You don't have to get back into counseling. But at the same time, delivering worms is probably something that you're overqualified for. All right? Delivering worms and super frozen ice cream is a little bit... I mean, those are fine jobs. Don't get me wrong. Uh, But you you are suited for a hell of a lot more than that. Okay, so I can't really get Stu in here. That's okay. I'll, I'll get Deggy on later on. I, I, I should get Ben on, but he's probably at work or getting ready for work, and I don't want to bother him. And I think uh, the thing that we need to cover first, because I mean, here I am saying that this, this was the most awkward thing I'd ever experienced in my life, and I, and I would say easily top five. I mean, this is right up there uh, with like sitting around after somebody dies, uh, going over who gets what from the will, and one of the kids is left out of it. It, it was that awkward. Everything went wrong to make this one of the most awkward things I had ever seen in my entire life. And I will discuss that with Deggy a little bit later on. He'll be, um, in fact, you will be able to see Deggy unless he turns his camera off because I, I invited him into the live stream of the podcast via the restream uh, platform. But let's get this out of the way. Ben did well. I'll just say it right now. I laughed at Ben's jokes. One of the things that stood out to me is because a lot of the times when I get Ben on here, when we're just having a conversation like on the podcast, he, you know, sometimes it takes him forever to spit something out. I just get the urge to punch the words out of him. For some reason, it's almost like he's his mind is going in three different directions and what flies out of his face sounds a little choppy, I guess, you know? Um, and I don't know if that's something that ever gets changed because as long as I've ever known Ben, whenever we're having a radio conversation or whatever podcast conversation, he does that a lot. It's almost like he's afraid to say what's really on his mind. 
And, you know, that's the kiss of death. You, you can't do that. You got to get right in there, get right down and dirty and say whatever you want. I have no idea. I'm just speculating. However, that did not happen when he's on stage. And I don't know if it's because he's worked on his delivery or he's done these jokes so many times. But, uh, hey, hey um, I don't have much negative to say about Ben. I actually laughed at his jokes. His comedy is dark. Uh, there was a, there was there was a there was a dead baby joke, and I'm like, oh my god! But it, the fact that he's delivering these uh, these some of these jokes were super dark, and he's deadpan when he's doing it, and he was pretty polished. I I cannot say that he. Okay, out of all the comics, um, you had okay the host was uh, was really green. He was a little clumsy, no big deal, whatever it happens. This is why this is why open mic exists. Okay, you go to open mic events to um and and that's the trade-off. You get you get to see guys bomb or girls bomb. Uh not all of them, uh, but uh but some of them. And 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 they're uh practicing new material. So that's it. And they're they're kind of working on their game. And the, the only way to do this is to get it at game speed like this. So you're in front of people. I'll, I'll say this. I walked into this joint, and uh, it, it's small. And right away, the thought of being in front of strangers made me anxious. Me. And I'm not performing. And I thought to myself, oh, fuck. This is going to be hard. But uh, And I'm like, Jesus, Ben, this is what you do? This is... Uh, it's just intimidating. There was probably only been one or two times that I've actually had to think on my feet in front of an audience like that. It's different doing this, doing what I'm doing right now with you. I cannot see you. Okay. I know you're there. A few dozen of you, but uh, there's, I can't see you. When you say something that's intended to be funny and you see everyone's stone face staring at you blinking. Oh, fuck. That's not easy. Not easy. I don't know. I mean, I just, I would pee a little right there. Uh, but there he was. Naked to the world. So, but uh, I, it was kind of like he transformed in front of my eyes because he was, he kept it moving. There was only a couple times. Okay, this, this to me, I don't know anything about doing stand-up. Well, I mean, maybe I do. I mean, I can observe and make comments, but. Um, to me, in terms of the flow of the show, like the headliner, Adam Deggie, he's just up there and he's just talking and uh, he's, he's dropping jokes on people. There was some interaction with the crowd. There was some spontaneity. Uh, and But what he's not doing is uh, the thing that a lot of these comics did was they bring notes up there and they're actually like pick up note cards of jokes and um, I can't. I, I, I don't care if it's a veteran comic or if it's a person who's doing comedy for the first time. If you have written jokes down on a piece of paper and they're at a stool and you're standing there, and you tell a joke, and then you kind of like look down at the note, try to be inconspicuous about it, your note, and you're like, okay, I got to tell this joke. And then you, oh, it's it just the, the flow. It just drops. It ruins the spell of what you're fucking trying to do. Get that shit down. I don't give a fuck if it's your first time or your hundredth time. There is no excuse, in my opinion, for anyone to stand in front of a group of people and look at notes. And some of these people are like, seriously, 
Uh, so they're, all right, yeah, 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 say a joke. And then they, they pick up note cards and they're holding, they're holding a note card in front of them. Oh my God, they're looking at the notes. They're their next joke. And then they set the notes down and said, okay, let me tell you about my car trouble. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Stop that. That's not, that's, that's no good. You're just reading me shit in a note card. Let's fucking get that shit together, man. Oh. And if you can't, in my opinion, if you can't rehearse enough before you go in front of people to at least um, tell me your bad jokes without uh, looking at a note card, you get, don't do it. Do not commit. There's no way, no how you should be doing that. What the fuck? I mean, how, how much can it say on there? Is it just an asterisk uh, with a, with one line to remind you what the joke is? And then, uh, so Ben, Ben did that a little bit, not a lot. He kind of like, uh, his energy, when, when you, when you have to look at the notes, your you, what, what was a joke and a punchline, then it's kind of have, you have to kind of pause and it's clumsy and it's like, ah, shit. Ah, what are you doing? But he was not the worst at all. And I mean, in fact, I would say that of all the people that were up there, he was as polished as any of them. Um, you had the host was was clumsy. I think he was uh, he might have been it might have been in, er, very early in, in hosting or something like that. I have no idea, but um, the sound was fucked. Uh, it was lit poorly. The audience was hit or miss on their responses and their laughter. I mean, um, and then there was a gang of Bosnian hitmen that were there, and you're like, what? And I shit you not, as far as I understand, um, okay, you walk it, you walk up to the place, and there's a bunch of people that look, uh, well, they look like they're from a uh, former Soviet uh, Eastern Bloc country. I, I'm, I mean, the, the second I walked up, all I pictured, and I have, again, I go into the Stone Cold. I don't know who the fuck is who, what is what. And I had sent Ben a text saying, I'm running late. Hey, man, uh, uh, stall. You know, I, I don't want to miss any of this. And I didn't. But I, I'm walking up to the place, and there's like six guys smoking cigarettes. And all I thought about was the um, Burt Kreischer bit the machine when he, uh, when he hung out with the Russian mafia or whatever, except... I didn't know that these weren't Russians. Apparently, they were Bosnians. At least that's what I was told. I, don't, I mean, I guess I don't know for sure. But these guys that look like a bunch of uh, uh, Eastern Bloc country hitmen are uh, are standing out in front and right away, and they're speaking a foreign language. And I'm like, boy, do not fucking look at these guys. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And so right away, the impression I got was um, these people own the facility and this is like their version, this coffee bar of the Bada Bings, uh, Bada Bings, Bada Bing from the Sopranos, where, you know, Tony, that was a place where, where they would do all the sit downs and the meetings and shit. But at least in the Sopranos, they would do it in the back room, not to disturb the customers who uh, who were there. Or what, what's the name of that uh, meat joint that they would hang out in front of where they have lunch, have a sit down there. So um, I think this was the West Michigan Bosnian mafia. And, and I'm not shitting you because uh, the, the host goes up and the comedians are there and we're all doing our thing or, and I, I'm, I'm watching and 
uh, the college up there, and then the the Bosnian mafia sits down at couches in their own area. No one sits there. Right near, this is a small room, okay? And uh, they are having a discussion while the people are performing loudly. As loud as I'm talking to you, they are talking to each other in a foreign language for an hour and a half. And it was so fucking awkward. I could not believe the level of rudeness and they don't give a shit because it's their place. Uh, one of the comics said to me, I think they simply bought that place so that they could smoke out in front of it because every 10 minutes, all these guys get up and, uh, go out and smoke this one comic. Uh, people, the, some of the comics started a reference, the dudes and, uh, some and, and the place was called Mahala. One of the comics referred to them as the Mahala Mafia. And I'm like, oh, shit. I couldn't believe it. Like right to the guy's faces. He goes, oh, look at that. There we go. The, got the Mahala Mafia over here. And I'm like, you know, you say that, but I would not put that past. I would not put the idea past anyone uh, and try to forget that that may be a organization, a, a group of organized crime members right there. And holy shit. And then another comic, after they all walked out, you, okay, so they're all sitting there having their sit-down. Comics are doing their thing, and then they go, let's go smoke in Bosnian or whatever. And they all get up. Is that a language, Bosnian? Or, or do you say Yugoslavian? Or do you say Saroavian? Or what? I have no idea. Uh, they all get up. They all go outside to smoke, like, every 10 minutes. And, and as the last one's leaving and the door is closed, ding dong, the comic goes, there goes the Vladimir's. Uh, assuming they were Russian, I guess. I don't know, but I, I got the joke, and it was funny. I'm like, holy shit, though, man. Jesus, you got some balls. These are all big – These all these dudes had giant heads. Every single one of these guys had barrel chest, giant heads. They looked like they are about 45 years old and with old man strength, and I'm guessing they were all about 28 – uh, they have pulled out of some war-torn country where they probably sold arms to the Russians or some shit. I have no idea. But this was fucking weird. Really weird. Um, so they had to contend with that, and Ben went first. And they weren't, I think, I don't remember Ben having to contend with them having their sit-down meeting. Um, because I was kind of focused on Ben, but I, I, I kept hearing a conversation. I'm like, what is going on? They're, boy, they're actually speaking a different language over there. And it got louder and louder and louder. I'm standing there, and just before, um, uh, and while Ben is on stage, I, I'm at this bar, okay? And again, they don't serve alcohol, but it's called the Mahala Coffee Bar. And someone says, hey, can I, can I help you? Is there anything you want? I go, uh, and now... No alcohol. This is a great place for me. Everyone's like, man, I wish I had a drink. I'm like, I'm glad I don't have a drink. And I go, well, uh, do you have anything with no caffeine? Like, I'll get a coffee drink as long as it's no no caffeine because I got to get to sleep at night. And they go, how about a smoothie? And I go, this is my kind of place. And he goes, what kind of smoothie? I go, I don't care. And he kind of looks at me funny. I go, get creative. Make me something fruity. And they go, you want something fruity? I go, I, I honestly, be creative. I'll, whatever you put in front of me, I'll drink it. I don't give a shit. Okay. So there I am sitting there on this bar stool with my little feet kicking, not touching the ground. Uh, just I, I, I'm like a kid at the malt shop uh, uh, drinking a smoothie. 
Ben finishes. Comic number two uh, goes up there. And, uh, you know, the typical open mic. He's trying to work his act. And uh, you know, he, he, was, uh, he was pretty prepared, too. I don't recall him looking at notes. That, to me, was the worst. Uh, there, there was a lot of awkward going around in this night. But, this, but the, the looking at the note cards, I was like, come on, man. Uh, he, he comes up there. And uh, now, prior to the, uh, the event... I had seen the list of comics and I saw a name. And um, when I saw the name, I went, Oh, I know it. I know a person by that name. Hmm. And then I dismissed it and I didn't think another thing of it. And then, uh, because, and then, so this guy is up there and then uh, I get my smoothie while this guy is doing his, his act and it's time to take my mask off my two masks that I'm wearing. And, uh, to drink my smoothie and I take my mask off right when this comic looks at me and this comic stops talking and looks right at me. And I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? And I'm like, Oh, this person probably recognizes me from the radio. I just took my mask off or maybe from the Griffins and probably just fucked with his, with his head right now. Okay. Pause in the action. on not the best of the Eric Zane show podcast. Uh, more in just a second, but first, If you ever want to advertise with me, let's say you own a business or you work for someone who does, or you know somebody who does, and you want to get your um, uh, business in front of hundreds of thousands of people every single month, advertise with me, okay? All you got to do is drop me an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com, and I'll tell you uh, my analytics, like who's listening, where they're listening, how long they're listening for or watching and uh, how much it costs. And I, I pride myself on this whole thing that I've built as uh, underpriced with an over-deliver. That doesn't sound right. Underpriced over-delivering. That still doesn't work. How do I do this? I underprice it and I over-deliver. That sounds a little better. Uh, reach out, eric at ericzancho.com if you want more info. I mean, that's what these next two sponsors have done. And uh, it's been great. Joe Martinez, A&E Heating and Cooling. And all I've been doing is stressing about the importance of things like getting your AC tuned up. Okay? Now, that's only going to cost you 79 bucks, And you're going to get to know Joe. And then with his expert service uh, of tuning up your AC, you're going to like, well, now I got a guy. I can trust him. You know, that's my person in the event something goes wrong. I need an after hours service call or perhaps I need a, uh, a, a new uh, AC or, or furnace. Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. Awesome. Thank you. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid and EV. I, I just love singing the praises about these people. It's a well-known fact. And uh, in in this industry in West Michigan, that the dealers know that if a problem on repairing a car is out of their level of expertise, they pass it along to Irvine's. That happens all the time. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Call and schedule today, 616-532-6600. Or if you, uh, you know... Your trans the beagle the beagle Jesus the vehicle uh, cracks. What am I doing? The vehicle croaks on the side of the road. 
It's been a long day. Have it transported to Irvine's. They'll take care of everything. Early bird drop-off, late bird pickup, 616-532-6600. Loner cars available. Irvine's. Thank you. All right. Our final segment on Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast is part two of Comedy Night with the Bosnian Mafia. So, all right, that ends, and I don't think another thing of it. Later on, this guy wanders over next to me, and he's standing there watching the other acts, and then he leans in and he goes, hey, Zane. I go, hey, how are you? And it's that dude. And I, I'm, and I'm still thinking. He goes, "Do you remember me, Matt? Purple Heart, Matt." And then, right when he said Matt, it dawned on me that it was the guy that I was thinking that I knew his name when I first looked at the list of comment comments. Purple Heart Matt uh, was an intern on the old Freebird Outwing show more than a decade ago, um, and he served um, in Iraq and got like a. a had a hand injury i think he uh, lost some fingers a roadside bomb or some shit like that except when i remember him he was uh round this guy is not round at all uh, in fact you ever notice that when people when they lose a ton of weight their actual f- the the shape their 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 face appearance like you don't know it's them uh you remember that guy carlos um uh what's his face carlos orosco who i talked to out of the uh out of the um uh east side of michigan who lost 500 pounds remember carlos no one would ever know that that's him now he weighs 185 pounds now it's incredible um that's what's going on with this guy and i go oh my god you know when i saw the name i thought boy i know a mad but i didn't think it was i didn't think it was gonna be you and here you are i go you you do stand up because yeah man so this is years ago, Purple Heart Matt. You stand to the phones for us. I go, well, it's really, really great to see you, buddy. How are you? And he dropped 100 pounds. He's 185 pounds soaking wet. Jacked. This dude is ripped. So I'm like, holy shit, man. All these little crazy little weirdo things happen to me all the time like that. So that was good to see him. Uh, so you got a lot of dynamic here. You got Ben doing, I mean, honestly, I thought Ben was going to be shitty. Okay. Um, I thought his jokes for me, we're funny. I was laughing at because, you know, and then the crowd, this group, ah, boy, it's hit or miss. You had a few people that would bust out laughing. These young ladies uh, to the side of the stage, they were laughing pretty hard at a lot of the jokes. Other folks are, I don't know. It's just a little wonky in the crowd. And then you got, nobody's got a drink. And then you got the fucking Bosnian mafia there having a sit down meeting and and then some of the comics, I, I don't know. I just I I, I I love some of those people very much. You're all wonderful people. But in my opinion, the, the world of stand up comedy, there is no room in the world of stand up comedy, in my opinion, for anyone to tell a joke. Go, hey, yeah, and then the joke gets kind of like a lukewarm feel to it. And then you go, hey, uh, hang on. And then and then they look at notes. Okay, I'll tell this joke. And then they come back and, hey, guess what happened to me today? It's like, oh, fuck. Quit doing that shit. Now, I get it. Easier said than done. But if I can stay, I mean, not exactly what I say is is funny when I say it, but if I can sit here for two hours and at least maintain my thoughts so I don't have to sit there and go, oh, fuck, uh, look at these fucking notes now. Come on, guys. What are you doing? Uh, No way. I'm sorry. So I'm going to get Deggy in here. He was a headliner. Uh, he was and get his thoughts. See if we can compare notes on the event about what went down last night. 
as Ben's hashtag Bomb City Baller tour uh, tour continues. He he did four nights of comedy. I think I think Ben I'm, I was I was impressed. I was because I had a uh you know he's always talking about how shitty he does. So I had an expectation that he wasn't going to be able to get like one word out. You know, but he absolutely did. So good for you, Ben. In a way, I'm proud of you, buddy. I'll just say that I am proud of you, Ben. Um, you know when you do this you know uh I, like i said i had an expectation and at first i was like oh you're funnier than this guy or you're 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 funnier than this guy or you're funnier than that girl or, or whatever um but i don't know maybe because i'm partial to ben i i got a little bit uncomfortable with a lot of those comics i i wasn't really uncomfortable with ben there was comic who says the n-word way too much this guy just gets up on stage and i think he could be funny because he was really comfortable um, but I don't know. I think he just, uh, the N word was kind of like a crutch for him. I mean, I can, I can understand saying that once in a while. I mean, and, and of course, yes, he was a black guy because if he was a white guy, that would have been the first thing I started with white comics is sitting in a room full of mixed companies saying the N word. That would have been the first thing I said. He was funny ish, but, uh, Okay, he was funny in his delivery, but the jokes were, oh boy, I don't know. Uh, and then there was this dude who, this might have been, if it weren't for the Bosnian Mafia sit-down going on while the comics are doing their thing. And, and some of the comics, when they're talking, the Bosnian sit-down, Bosnian Mafia was getting so loud, the comics were getting interrupted. Like, they would, like burst out with an exclamation in another language. Imagine that, trying to do comedy with that right like 15 feet away from you. My God. By the way, Bosnian Mafia uh, gets a nomination for Asshole of the Day for the level of rudeness. Okay? There's a comic there, and I saw the folks when they walked in. It was a teeny tiny little man, I'm guessing five foot four, with a enormous woman. When I say enormous, I mean she was taller than all of the women, and um, she was very, very heavy, okay? You know, like the type of, I mean, like, uh, wow, that, that type of heavy. And so whatever, okay? Uh, and, and I didn't, I noticed that he was uh, writing, and uh, I think he was writing jokes. And I don't remember this guy doing a lot of looking at the notes. But it turns out that the little guy was one of the com- was one of the comics. And um, so as he's doing his thing, uh, he suddenly and you and you know he's there with her. Okay, there, there, there's a handful of people in the audience. While on stage and while she she's right in the front, he goes, yeah, and he's got a really high voice. Yeah, even though uh, I'm a little guy and I've put on a few pounds uh, during the pandemic, you know, he's, he made a joke about, you know, gaining weight during the pandemic, this little guy, because he looked a little portly, but no big deal. And then he suddenly says, though I'm a little guy, I tell you what, I got myself a big girl. Now, if you're going to make jokes about how you are dating a girl who's enormous. That's one thing. She's right fucking there. And immediately everybody's like, 
making fat jokes about his girlfriend who's this far away. Holy shit. Oh. And I'm standing next to Ben. And okay, if there was any bit of awkwardness in what Ben did, no one remembers that. The only thing anyone remembers from this night is the mafia and this. Everything else is an afterthought. He is making fat jokes about his girlfriend, and she's fat as shit, and right there looking like Jabba Jabba the Hutt. I mean, I'm not kidding you. And he then starts to go down the road of a joke, okay? And um, Ben and I said we muttered our own punchline to this joke and then looked at each other because we said the same punchline while we're looking at each other and started laughing while he said the real punchline. And he said, he goes, yeah, talk about how fat she is. It's fucking terrible. And then he goes, yeah, you know, I like to smother her in kisses. And she, Ben and I both go, smother me with her body. We actually said that. I could hear him. He could hear me. We start. <laughs> You're cracking up. We're laughing our fucking asses off. We, we turn around. We actually turn our backs to the stage and to the fat chick. To, and you hear Ben doing his laugh, his fucking uh, 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 snickering that he is. <laughs> so we're this and they're cracking up. And he goes, she wants to smother me with a pillow. And we're, we're saying, oh, why the fuck? How can you talk about how big she is? And you drop, smother me with a pillow. You got to go for it, little guy. You got to smother me with her giant fat titties or whatever. It doesn't matter what the fuck you say. If, you are, if you're going to make fun of how fat she is or point out how fat she is in front of the Bosnian mafia, what the fuck are you doing going with the pillow reference? You got to bust out her big fat titties. Oh. And we're like, holy shit. This is so insane. This was... This was the Valhalla of awkward. Off the rails awkward. Guy dropping N-word. Bosnian mafia. Looking at the notes. Little guy, little hobbit guy dating fat chick. Talking about how fat she is right in front of everybody. Oh, what entertainment. I was, and then Ben's like, yeah, you know, uh, sorry about all that. I'm like, sorry? Fuck you. We, I had so much fun. Now, I haven't been out in two and a half years. So, uh, you know, I, I've been wearing sweatpants. This is the first time I put on sweatpants in forever outside of doing limo or, or hockey games. So I, I was feeling good. You know, I, I'm there. Uh, I got to see Deggy and I got to see Nardos. I'm wearing pants. I got a smoothie. I'm sitting on the stool with my little feet kicking. I got fat, uh, skinny guy or little guy talking about how fat his girlfriend is. She's five feet away. The Bosnian mafia. Oh, my God. This is incredible. I normally don't like awkward humor. This was so off the rails awkward. Holy shit. Oh, so, so good. Oh, you 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 have to go to the next one. I am gonna I, I I'm gonna wipe the schedule clean if I can the next time Ben does open mic. And I just pray that all of these people are there. And I and honestly, I don't uh 
I don't want, I'm not, I'm not like ripping on the comics. Like, Hey, you suck shit or anything like that. My big thing is okay. For the guy. No, I don't want the little guy who made the fat jokes about his girlfriend to change anything ever. Okay. Um, that was incredible. Uh, you're an absolute legend, whoever the fuck you are. Uh, but I think if it's constructive criticism, do not look at notes. Practice. Don't look at the notes anymore. Son of a bitch. Too much. All right, Deggy will be here in 21 minutes to discuss it. Uh, but I'm, I, I wanted to get out in front of it and tell you my thoughts of it, and then I'll compare notes with him, and uh, we'll see where this goes. Adam was was really really funny. Um, it, it, it was it's tough to do to to work a crowd like that, but he did it. So good for him, and and good for those folks in the local comedy community for trying. It, it is not easy work. I don't envy you. I'm not saying I could do it. I'd probably. I I don't know if I'd make. I don't know if I'd make jokes about my wife's physical characteristics right in front of her like that, but oh boy, her girlfriend. All right, that is going to do it for this edition of Not the Best of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now, the podcast day is not done. Patreon, it's already available for you. The day's Patreon content. It's different than my daily Patreon bonus podcast. I usually keep the daily Patreon bonus podcast at about three hours. I'm sorry. Damn it. What is wrong with me? At about 40 minutes. But today's is over three hours. You'll have to check it out to figure out what's going on there. All right. As you can tell, I'm out of gas here. I'm fucking everything up. Folks, thank you very much for checking out Not the Best of the Eric Saint Show podcast. And I will have a fresh show uh, coming up on Friday. Oh, and if you're getting... This right now, uh, sometime Thursday, uh, May 11, the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast goes down at 7 p.m. with a live audience via Zoom. If you're not already on Patreon, get on there, and I'll send you an invite, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, that's going to do it for me, folks. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Bye-bye.